It was a slow-moving disaster. And now, at its worst, it is a massive and practical problem affecting millions of people. It's the sort of situation that could have maybe been averted if some people had taken an action a whole lot sooner. But they didn't. No, no, I'm not talking about the container ship in the Suez Canal. (laughs) Far and away the story of the week, surely. No, I'm talking about the housing crisis and uh, the government's new efforts to calm down the ludicrous growth in the housing market that we've seen over the last few months. Now, I I know I go on about housing a lot on this program, but I was thinking this morning, apart from COVID-19, it is surely the most immediate concerning crisis we face. What do I think of the announcement? I think it's a punt. I think it's a gamble. It's a bet. Jacinda Ardern wouldn't say this week what the changes to the Brightline test or to interest deductibility will actually do to house prices or what they'll actually do to rents. In an interview I've done with Grant Robertson that's going to air tomorrow morning on Q&A, the finance minister is similarly non-committal. The government introduces these changes, but they don't honestly know what the effect will be. They hope that the changes cool the housing market, but they don't know. Labour was elected three and a half years ago on bold promises to sort the housing crisis. They don't talk much about transformation these days, of course, but our housing market has certainly transformed, just not in the way they wanted. Since taking over in 2017, the median house price nationwide has increased 47%. Of course, the pandemic has played a big role in that. But keep in mind, keep in mind, house prices increased 26% under a Labour-led government's watch before the pandemic. And that kind of increase wasn't enough for Labour to push the policies we've seen this week. Yeah, I actually think it's pretty obvious the policies announced this week have been put together in a rush. Treasury hasn't had time to do its sums. They don't have much of the detail about exemptions and new builds. The Brightline extension and deductibility changes were not included in Labour's electoral campaign less than six months ago. Again, this is a gamble. It's a punt. And all that being said, from a political perspective, I think from a political perspective, it's a good punt. Labour is doing a much better job of reading the public mood on this than I think National is doing in opposition. They sense that even the so-called mum and dad investors of the world with a few properties up their sleeves are probably feeling a bit uncomfortable with the market's recent growth. When it comes to broken promises, I think they've clearly misled voters on the Brightline extension, but again, from the government's perspective, it won't matter. Grant Robertson's taking the fall. If his ruling out the Brightline extension last year on Newstalk ZB was really just a case of speaking too definitively in an interview, simple, he could have clarified his comments at the time, before people voted. But Robertson will take one for the team. If it was Jacinda Ardern who had emphatically ruled out a Brightline extension in the same way her finance minister did, there is no way they would have introduced that change this week. So, from a political perspective, I think it's a good punt. From an economic perspective, is it a good punt? 
It really depends who you listen to. Every economist has a different forecast. Maybe the changes will be successful in just getting everything to chill out for a little bit. Some forecasts have a drop of up to 10% for the median house price. For me, for me, it's simple. The problem has been left too long. The time to act wasn't this week. It was years ago. We needed political courage, but instead, for years, successive leaders have only introduced policies they were sure were politically popular. Policy making by opinion poll, and this is what you get. The ambulance is officially at the bottom of the cliff.